0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 200 motherfucking 30. I am Joe Dubs. I'm Andy. I'm
1: tall, Zach. What's up? I'm Chaz. I give no company fucks.
0: <laughs> and uh, no, Chaz is not on the run. Uh, he's at a different location because he's traveling at the moment.
1: I have the sun. <laughs> the Black sun hole, Sean. Uh, I am outside. So it's a little chilly, but I'm in Florida, so I mean it could be way worse. Well, it's like
0: what, sixty degrees, like late sixties, maybe fifties at most. Yeah, it's like
1: it's like fifty eight out here, but I mean better than fucking Did you say it's
2: in the late sixties? Is that what
3: she said? Yeah. (laughs) Time travel. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh man all right so we're doing a new format i believe i said it on last episode that we're going to be starting with the movie first and then all the what we've been doing and and news at the end um so that's what we're doing right now we're getting right into it so mobster of love in february that's where we're gonna have all the gangster and mob movies going on so first is Gangsters of love yes gangster love uh Gangs of New York. We're gonna be talking about. By the way, didn't even know Martin Scorsese uh, was the director until I watched this film.
2: Scorsese.
0: Yeah, so Scorsese. I was
2: Corsa.
0: I was highly uh, surprised by that, and I was also surprised about the fucking score. The guy who did Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, did this.
2: Howard Shore, right?
0: Yeah, I it, it fucked with me so badly to the point I was like, you know, the part where. I don't know. I don't. I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's like,
2: do do
0: or something like that. And every time it like transitioned to another scene, I was like, I fucking heard that before.
2: It's, it's the strings. He does that, that I don't, I don't know how to describe it. Know, I'm not a musician, but it's the, the strings, the violin parts, they sound incredibly similar t- to mm-hmm. what he did for one of the rings.
0: Yeah. So it, it, I mean, obviously we are in New York um, with all these gangs and the, the, what, what year did it start in the beginning? Was uh, eighteen nope. fourteen?
2: No, it, it was sixteen years before whenever it takes place. Eighteen sixty something. Mm-hmm. It was like so. eighteen forty-eight
1: or forty-nine because I think he comes back in eighteen sixty-two. I think is when he comes back. I don't uh, I don't.
2: I don't remember because they show you the year that it starts and then it says sixteen years later. And I, mm-hmm. I did the math at the moment, but I, I have since forgotten. But yeah, it's yeah, it's like forty something.
0: And, and I did Google 46, because,
2: 1846. Yeah,
0: because they do talk about when I lived in New York, they did talk about this historic event, and I, I half paid attention to this. I had to actually Google uh, all the gang names were actually legit, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. Uh, but. Uh, the main people is Daniel Day-Lewis, Bill the Butcher, Cutting, and then Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Amsterdam, Valen. And um, that was Liam Neeson in the beginning, right? As the priest.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, priest, yeah. Valen.
0: yeah.
4: priest Valen. Yeah.
0: And uh, man, that, that, that intro, dude, that battle scene was badass. But the only... The only thing I'll give it like a notch is what, like, why, what music selection did they use?
2: I like it. I like they don't use it for the rest of the movie, and it's weird, down place. But I like it. It from mm. it's by Peter Gabriel.
4: Believe yeah. it or not. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I also, I, also I was really listening like... to it this morning going to work. I was psyching myself up. Yeah, I, I really like the music selection too. Like the
1: the way they actually open into the movie is is wonderful because. They go right in, they don't even start with music necessarily, they start with the sound of him shaving. It's just very silent, and just goes right into that, and then you start to have that explode build up in the battle music, and then it actually just goes in that full-on song during the battle. It's one of my favorite openings to a movie. I guess I'm sure my bias already to what I think about the film, but I I love the way this movie starts.
0: I've when i saw john c riley i was like really he's in this too
1: that's
2: what i was saying the other show is like this is the best example of oh he can't act seriously
0: (laughs) uh the only thing i'll have to like is i always like nitpicking uh there was blood in that scene but at certain times like there was no blood like when uh build a butcher cutting when he's using his hatchet his butcher hatchet and all that stuff and he's like slicing and dicing people like there was no blood I, i don't want like a tarantino over the top kill build type of blood but they were just like no blood and then eventually it got to blood uh and what i like about this film it has like a comedy tone to it like the girl with the sharpened teeth that looks like a fucking uh a goblin, <laughs> she's
2: based on a real person, I really? found out. Hmm. Yeah, some I I, don't, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but some time ago, someone was reading the trivia from this movie to me, and one of them is she's based on a real person. She really did file her teeth, and she wore fake brass nails to attack people with, like fingernails. Mm-hmm. So, Dubs, the point
1: you're making, if if you go back and watch it, which it, it does happen with with others, because they're like bludgeoning a lot. Um, but if you notice the big focus they have at the beginning of the film is with Bill the Butcher's like working through each person as he slowly gets towards Valon. Mm. And it's, I, this is the way I've always interpreted it. I have no way of proving it, but it, it, I actually thought later it's a tie into something he says in the film. That at least when he's tearing through people and stuff, he doesn't really cause anybody to bleed or, or anything until he gets to Valen. And Valen's the one that he actually causes the bleed. The wounding
2: and, instead of a killing blow, right?
1: Right, and the reason for that later on, too, is he said that Valen is the only man he's ever killed that mattered. Hmm. So I always took it as it was an imagery to that, but that again, I don't know if it's anything, I might just be full of shit. But.
0: Well, jumping around, like, I do like that Now, keep in mind, when I say I like, I'm not saying that I like because his 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 group is pretty much white supremacist. (laughs) That's what they're portrayed as as far as in this film. It seems like they're
2: they're they're ultra nationalists. Yeah. Xenophobes. They're there's a bunch of other words for it. But
0: yeah. But what I what I liked about his character, like when uh, the part where he's they're fucking like all the women in the world (laughs) in that one area, uh, like he's drunk out of uh, drunk and tired and he sits next to Amsterdam and he's like, I tr- treat you like a son. The only, you know, person that I respect killing was the priest pretty much saying, you know, the only person I loved killing was your father. Cause I had respect for him in some way. And I don't know. I, I kind of liked that scene. It was like, i I hate his nationality but i respect who he was
2: you didn't even mention what what's my favorite part of that scene is that is he's draped with an american flag yeah (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) i'm so tired i
4: can't sleep (laughs) where did you find a flag and why are you wearing it because he loves america
2: i know it's like he's ultra nationalist and And he
4: feels he himself is america
2: uh, something stood out to me. I, I I was mentioning in the chat every time I watch this movie, I catch like a dozen new things that I didn't notice. And my favorite one this time was, um, he talks about how his father died defending this country. Uh, Bill does William Cutting, and uh, he he says he died uh, July, uh, July something, eighteen fourteen. And I was like, wait, so the War of eighteen twelve, fighting the British. I looked it up uh that's the day the battle of lundy lane took place which t- which took place on canadian soil um the american military during the war of 1812 invaded canada so his father didn't even die on american soil defending american liberty <laughs> he died invading canada <laughs> like it's just it's a tiny little thing like when you catch you're like it just adds a little bit more to his like his nonsense yeah
0: um the hokiness about this film is like when uh, Amsterdam is coming back to New York, you know, the four points and he holds the Bible. And then like when he's crossing over the bridge, he throws the Bible into the water and it has like that really slow motion. Of the Dramatic Bible.
4: slow motion. <laughs>
2: yeah. you know it's a weird slow days? motion in this movie.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, speaking of slow motion. Kind of like full circle, where in the beginning, you know, he's fighting Amsterdam's father, and then at the end, Amsterdam is fighting Billy. I do love the battle. Like, the the slow motion of Billy the Butcher just, like, cutting the Achilles with the, the swords and shit. Like, that whole fighting scene of just the military bombing <laughs> their own citizens while fucking, uh, you know, a battle is had. Like, the visuals are great. The fucking you know the reasoning is fucking retarded and stupid by the way uh old honest abe and his military um but yeah that that fight scene was cool i will say like the middle of the movie especially when it gets to the part where like oh we have to have tits in the movie i'm not complaining about seeing them but it's like all right i get it they fuck <laughs> they fuck a lot i th- they
2: don't and then they do
0: yeah but what 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 thoughts do you have about the the movie, guys? I want to hear your opinions.
4: It's
2: okay. It's okay. <laughs> I just, kidding. I'm just kidding. I love right. this movie to death. It, it, this mm. movie is really fantastic. It's it's like the perfect mixture of it's a crime movie directed by Martin Scorsese, so already it's doing great. But mm. also, it's about a period in history that I've always been fascinated by. I don't think there's enough films. I mean, b- besides movies that deal directly with the Civil War or the Wild West there's very few films that take place from like the 1850s up through the 1910s. You, you'd, you'd think um, all the cities in the United States went from the colonial era to the modern era, just overnight or something, yeah. because all you ever see is movies about civil war battles or gunslingers in the wild west. That, that's all we get. I, I like this. Like it, it's very much tied in with the civil war kind of because of the, the draft, riot And stuff, but it's still showing something we usually don't get in film and, I just – I'm – I always get a hard-on for that stuff. It's great.
3: Yeah,
1: the industrial age within America, especially the East Coast, is very hard to find. Like you said, a lot of times if you find anything that's industrial age, it's it's typically going to be in Europe, like England, or even if you have anything at all. I I always think of, like, anything that's going to involve, like Sherlock Holmes or anything, um, or there's some other literature that might cover that area. But you you don't get really anything uh, in the U.S., which I think is interesting. So – yeah, I'd agree with that. I like the time period. Uh, I think it's something else that's really important with this film, too, is that there's actually a message within the film. It kind of ties more into what you were saying there at the end with the, the military invading. Um, this uses a very classic uh, story, or like a plot development, um, which, again, a lot of it's based on true things that had happened, but you're using the classic uh, story architecture of uh, protagonists as orphaned by by certain villain he has to and he has to run away has to come back and redeem himself in some way there's like the the downfall of the other person finding out and he has to infiltrate um and become close to that person but then that person finds out before he's able to get his vengeance and then there's there's finally that that climax of finding a different way to to somehow get that said vengeance and then you get the end of the movie which touches on the fact that war fucking sucks and sometimes personal vendettas aren't really worth all that much necessarily whenever everyone's just going to die because, uh, the, well, the governments fuck everybody
2: anyway. So you're saying this movie ripped off the Lion King? Is that what you're saying? Because it's the same mm-hmm. plot?
1: Uh, I, well, you could say that or you could say the Lion King ripped this movie off historically. I, I don't know. I don't know if you how you look at it chronologically. I mean, I know the story of the I, – I don't know. I can't remember the original African story uh, that the Lion King's based off of, but I don't know which which happened first. African Hamlet, was, right? I'm pretty sure. Afri- <laughs> yeah, African Hamlet. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what it is. Yeah, sorry. I do not want to just jump right into it and just say the H word, but yeah. It's, like that's what this is, right? This is just that same architecture. Um, actually, a movie we talked about not too, too long ago. That I had watched. Um, if you haven't watched it, you need to. The Northman. The Northman's a great film that came out uh, by Robert Eggers uh, that is a, effectively a Viking version of this story, more or less, when you really strip it down. But I mean, this is a common story that's told, right? That's like, yeah. kind of laid it out that way. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's a good thing sometimes. So.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: Zach, what about you? What's your opinions about this film?
4: Uh, I share a lot of the same opinions they all brought up about the, you know, period piece stuff. That's great. Um, I like that. It can be kind of funny and then it can be kind of, holy shit, dark, you know, very <laughs> um, dark. it could do that like on the, you know, turn of a dime, so to speak. Uh, something else I noticed, like, I didn't remember this the first, like I watched this movie a few years back and, uh, Remember the plot, the the basic elements of the plot, but I forgot some of the stuff in between, like in the middle. That's like where a lot of the characterization comes in more. It slows down and it just just more scenes with uh, Amsterdam and being around Bill and all that. And I forgot about that where it's like, it seems like he's growing to respect him and he gets like really conflicted about it. I forgot all about that. He saves his life. He saves his fuck. Well, you could argue he saved his life because he wants to fucking kill himself. He wants well, to do it
2: dramatically because they work out that he works out that plan with the, the Chinese guy. Yeah.
4: Hey, every time they celebrate it, he drinks
2: fire or whatever. That that would be the the poetic time to do it. So for some reason, he waits for that. Even though even before that, Bill gives him a knife and is teaching him how to kill people effectively. Mm-hmm. And, and like th- that's your chance, do it right then. But no, he's, he wants to do
4: here. <laughs>
2: <like>, <laughs> but yeah, yeah
1: I, I I don't necessarily think he saves him for that reason, though. I think, and that's the whole reason why he's so frustrated with himself whenever he leaves, because mm-hmm. he realizes he's had the chance to let him die, and then he's calmed down. I re- I think in the moment he, he it's like you'd said, he's conflicted. He truly has to come like to understand, even though this is a person that ultimately I have to kill because for the sake of vengeance, because you killed my father. I've come to respect the the same ways because in a lot of ways, you are like my father. Like, there are are some truth to that, and I think it was a gut reaction for him to try to jump in and save him, and he realized that of acting on his own instinct, he has befriended the the very person he he wants to kill most. So that's why he was so mad at himself. And then, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Who's the guy that's bludgeoning everybody? McGoyne? Yeah,
0: McGoyne, yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Seamus.
3: <laughs> we oh, can
1: call him Lord. so many things. Mad eye, Moody. Yeah, we call him whatever you want. I, but uh, he uh, he comes in. and It's like, oh that was fucking Shakespearean. <laughs> and he's like, Do you know who Shakespeare was?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Shakespeare
1: wrote the new the the King James Bible.
0: Sorry, it's not McGloin It's McGinn. Uh, McGinn. Walter...
1: That's what it is. McGloyne's a different one, right?
0: Yeah, McGloin is the the guy who was mad that the black guy was in the church. Oh
1: the nah. <laughs> it's the, <one> he, <laughs> the, the guy he, he, he fish hooked, yeah.
3: He's mm-hmm. the, the other one, yeah.
0: Um, the, there's also another like historic lesson, by the way, in this film. Uh, not only about Honest Abe murdering fucking innocent civilians, but also uh how New York's fucking uh government and rich people were so corrupt. Like they this New were. York would. Yeah, it still is. Still is. But, yeah, like... but
1: after this movie, it immediately fixed itself. They said, I'm sorry, <laughs> we'll never do it again. Yeah. <laughs>
2: we'll, we'll never
1: send the poor to fight our wars ever again.
3: Yeah. And
1: you guys didn't. ever watch that, that episode of South Park whenever the BP oil spill happens and the, the guy We're from sorry. BP is like laying on, yeah, he's laying on like the fucking weird like bearskin rug all new. He's like, We're sorry. And he's like trying to be seductive. <laughs> <laughs> that's effectively it yeah we're sorry it just
0: reminds me of a history of the world part one where the king is like launching peasants in the air while he's shooting them (laughs) (laughs) but yeah like i I got really really pissed about like when you know because they made a deal uh with the politician like hey you know we'll make sure you get the votes if you allow an irishman become a sheriff and mcginn was you know on the the ballot and like <laughs> which is also funny because they're like in a sense ballot harvesting in this movie where they're just like hey you need to go vote we're taking you you're voting for this person go vote Oh, you
3: already
4: this. voted come over here and get shaved. you can go vote <laughs> yeah. again yeah you only voted twice oh you're just getting started <laughs> and then then the politician flies i forget the guy's name but he's like the, the guy comes up. He's like working the elections. We're out of ballots. He's like, don't you remember the first rule of politics? It's not about the ballots. It's about who's counting the votes. <laughs> I
0: I did the thing like when Leo and Walt uh, in one of the movies, it might have been the, the fucking Hollywood movie where he's pointing at the screen where he's drinking something. And he's like pointing. I'm like, hey, that that, that happens now. <laughs> still. Uh, but yeah. Um, that I got re- back to my point when Billy the Butcher like came to the fucking barber shop and like killed McGinn. I was <laughs> I was fucking pissed. I was like, oh man, this could be a good ending. Nope, this stupid fucking nationalist has to come and pretty much take his own uh, mallet or whatever uh, weapon that was and smash the head.
4: Shillelagh.
0: He
1: <laughs> yeah, the shalayly. That's what oh, yeah. I am. Right, if I have that right, I I'd have to look back this back up, so I might be talking out of my ass, but it's either this t- time period or just after, or, or rather just before, like the this the, the nationalists are a Democratic Party. Yes. Yeah, they are Democrats, and uh, like Lincoln, and it, it's weird how that how that works out. The parties, history lesson The parties basically flipped on stances. The Democrats were hardcore xenophobic nationalists. Uh, a lot of uh, Democrats and aristocrats that were in the South that seceded, the start of the civil war, they were democratic. The Republicans were what you would consider now more left-wing or liberal. Um, and I don't remember what the time period was when they switched. It was a split. It was a lot of split parties that, that basically remerged and, and ideals kind of shifted. But I think that happened like early 1900s. Probably during the
0: 1920s, probably I would say. Yeah.
1: I think that's about the time it happened. Cause the, uh, uh But either way, I I think they at the beginning of the movie they they uh, denote him as a uh, a nationalist democrat. But they just say like one or two times, and they move on after that Um,
3: Mm -hmm. because I don't
1: think it's too relevant. It's can be a little confusing, but um, this is it's an interesting thing to me. I don't know. Well, what's
0: what's funny not not funny, but like what I really like how they portrayed in this movie because when you're when I was in school, they always like made the North like. All goody goody and all that stuff like hey we love black people and all that stuff but like if you look in new york during this time they were just like you know they were saying they were dropping end bombs everywhere during the parade and all that stuff and this was coming from you know politicians up there people from there and especially what they were doing near the end of the movie where they were just hanging people uh mm-hmm. hanging black people on the, the the poles and stuff with their trees I don't know
2: that it's supposed to be like everyone hated black people in New York. I think it's the same everywhere. Like there are racists and there are decent people.
0: Yeah, but mm-hmm. what I'm what I'm trying to say is in history books, they made it sound like the North were goody two shoes and stuff and that they were, you know, saving and, and, you know, cared for them. When in reality, most of them didn't want that. Even Abe himself, he did it for a political reason.
2: Well that was uh, during the riot at the end of the movie the reason they're attacking black boarding houses black orphanages and black citizens is because of the draft because then just like now people ignorantly think the civil war was fought specifically over slavery and when really it was several things mm-hmm. so they say this is this is the blacks fault that we're fighting this war and people are getting drafted so that's why they attack them.
3: Mhm. Mhm.
1: And to be fair, like that was the reason they're talking about the rioting. I mean, yeah, it's it's tied into the the fact that they were they were coming up town and they were going to attack the aristocrats, and I mean, they did. Um, and there's more going on, but also like they, they make they point out specifically they're calling out all these things that are happening that are hate crimes because they also want to control that. So in a way, depending on how you look at the narrative, like they're they're also doing this to try to protect those that are uh, that are being attacked in that way. I mean, again, you, you, there are so many different shades of, of gray to look at this at, because the same way you're like, oh, well, how did they fight this to try to end slavery? Well, we'll just throw the Irish immigrants at them. <laughs> like, that. that's, I mean, again, it's a, nobody's really fully 100% right and just in this case. Like, there's dirty tactics on both sides. And like Annie had said, the Civil War happened far more than just simply they just fought over slavery. Again, and it's a huge factor in it, because... Mm -hmm. slavery was the driving force of economy in the south and that that's that was effectively what was going on but it'll be really uh, easy
2: for us to get way off in the weeds on a history debate but maybe we should stick with the movie yeah yeah
1: yeah. i will say one last thing i I thought it was a cool thing i saw online when i was reading some stuff about this movie that someone had said it's all commonly looked at that that america fought the civil war to end slavery and rather, what actually started, it, at least in terms of the secession, it's technically a group of people sus- attempted to secede from the U.S. to defend maintaining slavery, which is technically true, but for the for the reasons of the economy and all the other stuff we talked about. But nevertheless, uh, yeah, slavery bad, but also-, also people good people did bad things to also try to win the Civil War.
0: Also, so- to end history talk or whatever, um, watch Razor Fist uh, video on Abe Lincoln. And get this book, Lincoln Unmasked. So if you want to learn about Lincoln and then stuff. Y'all and how... need to
1: stop hating on Lincoln. Lincoln fucking killed vampires during all this shit, too. You gotta remember <laughs> that. Like, he was very busy. Why... Man, man, busy man. Very tall. He, he, he wrestled fucking vampires. I don't know why you gonna hate. He ended slavery and, and fought off Dracula. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly.
0: But, uh... I, I want to point out to this, even though I I dislike the elite and rich people, um, <laughs> when they were having to rioted rioted stuff, and that one rich dude just took out two pistols. He's like, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> he looked badass for like a second, <laughs> like one second, yeah, yeah. and then
2: he was immediately overtaken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. but uh, the, th- I will say, um. The whole Cameron... Oh, Cameron Diaz, sorry. And Jen, Jenny Everdeen uh, in Amsterdam. They always have to put, like, a love story attached to it. I was okay with it. I always like seeing Cameron Diaz anywhere. So I wasn't too, um, you know, like, bored of it. Uh, I thought it was kind of, like, fast a little bit on, like, oh, we're going to California and all that stuff. But then again, this was during the... Uh, when they were going for the gold rush, right? Mm -hmm. They were moving out west. So
2: that would have been fifties for 40 minor 49er. That's how I always remember when the gold rush was.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, other thing is, I mean, again, we've watching this movie. It's very easy to see even, even most people that are having like a much better life than others. Life kind of (laughs) sucks. Like it's still pretty shitty for almost everyone. Unless you're just literally at the the highest echelon of, of society
0: yeah the the whole like corruption where <laughs> the draft was happening and like the gangs were just like getting out of being draft drafted because like you could pay three hundred dollars but three hundred dollars was like three million dollars or something like that or some line that uh amsterdam was talking about and then today you gotta laugh uh there was a I was, my my dad has a uh Radio show on, and they had like a commercial going on. and They had a commercial for a selective service, and they made it sound like it's a good thing. He's like, "Hey, you should do a selective service. You get student loans, government jobs." But I'm like, "Yeah, you get you get fucking drafted to war to die." Like they make it all sound like all fucking happy and shit. Uh, so like when I watched that and then I heard that commercial, I was like laughing my ass off. Like this is bullshit. <laughs>
1: How I did look at this stack because I was just curious, and it's funny because Google is very ready when you sort of type this sentence in. If you looked it up, how how much uh, money is three hundred dollars worth now, or how much money would it be now, three hundred dollars in eighteen sixty three? It's around seven thousand dollars, roughly,
2: a little, hmm. little more. I would have thought more, honestly.
1: Yeah, I I would have too, uh, but given I, I don't know how if, that, if that's uh, a t- accommodating for the last couple of years. $7,000, like, in 2019. But, geesh, with this economy, it's like, that's, like, $15,000 now. Nah, that's bullshit. <laughs> but, but, but really, though, it, it's still a lot. I mean, it's $7,000. Uh, a lot of money to just come up with to say, I just don't want to get drafted. But like you said, they're like, fuck you. I'm in a gang. <laughs> We're not even going to do shit. I actually love that the part of the gang uh, warfare, too, uh, it just ties into the history of New York, is, uh, is not just the gangs themselves, but all of, like, these shit little like police policing departments and all these fire stations <laughs> like, like all the different like fire brigades that are set up that are like now fuck you and they're like fighting with each other i love that part like that, that is excellent
2: <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> so all funny. private fire departments and they <laughs> argue about who puts out fires i love that
3: yeah <laughs> they didn't
1: see each other he's like hurry up before what's the name of the the black something um shit what was their name I, they were trying to like put the fire out before they showed up, and then they showed up and said, "Ah, fuck it, let's fight." And they start to fight, and then they look at the building and say, "Oh, this one's lost. Let's let lose the next building and save it before it spreads." Yeah, <laughs> that,
0: that's where the comedic comes in. Like, yeah, that did happen because I also did read up on it as well. And by the way, that stuff. I mean, it doesn't happen. There's no fights and stuff, but they like fight in like, uh, uh, softball games and hockey games. Like the big thing in New York, it was NYPD versus FDNY hockey games, and usually there was brawls in the stands and there's brawls on the uh, on the ice as well. So like that stuff kind of still happens, but not to the extent of what happened during that time. I can confirm.
1: I've I've watched cop dramas. This is this has happened. I watched Brooklyn Nine Nine. (laughs)
3: At least three seasons.
1: All
4: three seasons, this happened. Fucking homicide hates it when SVU (laughs) fucking steps into their territory. Goddamn! Don't even get internal affairs involved. Fucking internal
1: affairs.
0: (laughs) I I did miss the part. You know the part where um, John C. Riley's character, who's the cop, and is like walking around these people. Were those politicians or just rich people checking on the neighborhood?
3: Uh, rich uh, people. Rich
4: people who have political interests.
0: So that's why they did the whole, I'm going to leave my watch here and it's not going to uh, be stolen.
4: Yeah. But, so w-
1: one of the, and I don't know if it's during this scene, I think it's this scene, um, but there's, there's another scene too. I, I find this really funny. They, they pepper in the history of PT Barnum throughout the movie. It reference yeah. him and he's actually in the movie a few times. They show like how the fire happened. I don't know if you all have ever watched the greatest showman. Uh, as a film, like it's a standalone thing without being history or anything, it, it's a fine show. Music's really good. It's just really funny to compare the stories because they are way different in terms of why that fire happened, <laughs> like what time, like the, even the times of when they happened and stuff. Uh, so I just thought that was kind of interesting because this this is more historically accurate in terms of uh, what happened to hit uh, the first like uh, I remember what he called it, something of wonders. Emporium of Wonders, or whatever it was called, Gallery of Wonders. That's it. Yeah, um,
0: I, I didn't keep up with that, but I, I heard it in the background, and I didn't Google it, so maybe I should Google it after the show. Um, what else? Oh, the part where uh, Amsterdam was like trying to attempt to kill uh, Billy the Butcher, and he, like he knows about it because fucking Johnny, he had to be fucking jealous about fucking not getting Cameron Diaz pussy, so he had to be like, he's not who he is. He's should've
3: not let that
2: motherfucker is. die in that fire. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah should,
1: should've. When we were for the fucking music box, I am like, nah, this little bitch can turn on me. And funny enough, I, it's, it actually makes me laugh later, because she does, out of jealousy, go and have sex with him, but he still ends up turning on him anyway, because he's getting closer to, to Bill. Um, and Whenever he finally, con- uh, when Amsterdam finally confronts her about it, he's like, who haven't you fucked in this city? And she's like, you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I said out loud, me alone in my room, I'm like, what a who. <laughs> what
4: a who, <hoo-er>. what <laughs> Stu Hart would say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I like that whole scene, though, where, you know, they're there to celebrate, and it builds up, and he does like all the knife tricks with uh, uh, Jenny and stuff. It's just, like, one big build-up to him fucking countering his attack, knifing him.
0: Yeah. I like where he gets to drink with the fire, and he, like, throws it like a Molotov cocktail and, like, fucking beats him up. My favorite part of that scene is, time to tenderize the meat, and he just starts fucking headbutting. (laughs) He's just fucking going ham and stuff. But, yeah, again, they... They mess around with the fucking slow motion again because I think this came around when fucking Matrix came out, two thousand and two.
4: Yeah, everybody was infatuated with slow yeah. motion effects.
0: So, so when, still... when, he threw, when he threw the hatchet in the air, we had that slow motion. Yeah. I thought it was gonna hit him because like, is it? He's trying to like beat him up, but you know that honor thing where they have to have this fight uh, and stuff. And I and I also like the part where all the gangs are in one area, like having a like rules thing, like. Uh, what do what we have in here? Hatchets, fucking knives. and he's no like pistols. About, No pistols. He's like, good boy. <laughs> uh, Daniel Day-Lewis, man. And I know I said it in the chat, and Andy brought up that one movie that I didn't see, but he plays like a bad guy really, really well. <laughs> like, that's his thing.
2: He's wonderful but, yeah. in this movie. This is yeah. one of his... I mean, he's wonderful in everything he's ever been in. He's one of the best actors to ever live in my book.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, one of my favorite movies with him is "There Will Be Blood" because, you know, him in that fucking movie is great, especially with the him and his fucking kid.
2: That's just playing <laughs> one of my favorite movies ever made. That's like top three for me. I love that movie. Hey, it's got the same thing going on. It's part of America that I don't usually get to see in movies. Blah, blah, blah. And also, uh, Daniel Day Lewis is a son of a bitch in it. Yes, it, it, and it, he's really good at that. And he, what he's
0: really well at. And it's in both movies, by the way. Like, he shows love in a way that he's being greedy because when he's showing love, he's not really showing love. He just wants what he wants from that person that he's loving, if that makes any sense. He's being selfish. Like, when he's being in love with the child and in, in there will be blood, Is it, he's using the child to get into towns to get that oil. and this one he's being nice to all these Irish people that are working for him because he wants something. <laughs> and that's what he's great at acting. You I mean don't he's know.
4: Being a sociopath.
0: Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree to it. a point. I think in this movie, it's a little different. And I, again, it, he still is who he is and he's just forged that way. So his, his ability to just deal with Amsterdam in that turning point is, is like, again, it's well executed. It is what it is, but I actually think he re- he really did come to find like this is the closest thing I've had to a son, mm-hmm. and and he I think he truly was hurt by it. Like he didn't want to believe it at first too. Like he was going to kill Johnny before he could he could truly tell him. And then it it made sense because he was kind of suspicious of a, Who's this guy? And he sees he sees enough things that kind of add up, but he doesn't want to see the writing on the wall. Like there's several times where he won't make eye contact with him. He catches him looking at the, the priest and like. So there's even like a theory of did he know the whole time and he just then like was in denial, or mm. and and I, again either way I really do think he was hurt that way. Again, he's yeah. still human. I think it's a weird thing to think of. he's a, he's a monster of a person in a lot of ways, but at the same time, in his own weird twisted way, he thought he was trying to do right. I think it's part of the end. He realizes he went way too far. Just how um, Monk's character said, if if. Valen would have if priest Valen would have succeeded and, and killed uh Bill the butcher instead would he have gone too far so mm-hmm. would he have been any different from Bill like there's constantly this movie is comparing how these two men ones looked at like this revered great person and the others looked at like this monster but they're effectively the same people or same person with just two it's one or two very different distinct things that separate them from the brief information
2: you're given yeah, that's what uh, we're told by other characters
1: exactly yeah and it's just it's just so interesting how they can be so similar but so different um i don't know that's what makes the movie so interesting like how wrong is bill uh is it more that just his ideals are wrong or is it just the methods he takes to to pursue his ideals
3: oh it's
0: how he was taught probably from his father who died in canada (laughs) invading canada
1: for america
0: (laughs) he probably got taught like you know uh all these foreigners coming to fucking New York and all that stuff and, like, that's, he's like, we need to, like, he says one line where he's like, we should just start shooting them as they come off of the ship, like, 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 what the fuck? Uh, yeah, fucked. and, uh, I also want to make another comparison, and I know, I'm not comparing the movies, but, like, what happens? You know, like, in A Clockwork Orange, you know, uh, the gang members, like, they're part of the gang, and then after he gets the experiment and he's having like those episodes, every time he sees violence, he starts throwing up, you know, the, you know, they're, they're policemen. That's how I remember like all the people Amsterdam is seeing in the film. Mm. He's seen, he's seen all these people that were part of his father's gang um now working for these corrupt politicians like john c riley's police officer mcgloin who's like the the fucking henchman for hey, fucking he's dope. the worst one like yeah. just
2: straight up is a turd guy like, he's a son of a bitch yeah he a shit. and he really hates black people man yes <laughs> apparently
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah Dropping hard yeah <laughs>
1: I do, that, yeah. I do want that I do want
0: that medal though that fucking Amsterdam had that uh fucking uh Cameron Diaz character stole from him. And I it's like the
4: Michael yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I, it, I also really love the scene where he get he's in the church and he's yelling about there being a black person in the church and the priest he turns around. Like, well, he slays that? him out. Yeah. It's yeah. But the, the, <laughs> my favorite part is they don't even have any follow through. It's immediately the next scene. And he's walking with Billy. He's got the head wrap on. Like it's like he just gets fucking clocked, and then he just
3: got the wrap.
1: <laughs> That's what I appreciate about it. It's just we don't need any other meat and potatoes. We don't need other filler. He got his ass <laughs> knocked out for being a fucking bigot.
3: Mm.
2: Uh, That's like you were talking about the. Uh... Themes of the movie, and there's several, but we haven't touched at all on racism and xenophobia, which is one of the most obvious ones in the whole film. No, yeah. oh, it's the elephant in the room. Not you go back to P.T. Barnum. There's,
3: there's elephant an elephant in, in this movie.
1: Street. Yeah, but literally,
3: yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> that part. By the way, racism. No.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dude, Amsterdam was like, "Do we fucking run?" <laughs> and the elephant's like, "Not, nah, bitch. I'm gone." Woo!
2: Yeah. <laughs> But they, they do a really clever thing, because right off the bat, you hate uh, Bill Cutting. You hate all the nationalists, because you see the parallel in real life to, to ultra-nationalists and you know racist scumbags. But as the movie wears on, you, like Amsterdam, start to like uh, Bill Cutting. You start to like him a little bit, because he's like teaching him things. He's a nice guy, and he's charismatic. He's a charismatic leader of bigots. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, around the two thirds halfway point, you're re reminded, no, this guy's a really terrible person. And, you know, they bring you back. But I just really like that they they play with the idea of letting you like this character, even though he's very clearly a terrible person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well,
0: uh, I'm going to use an example. If you haven't seen the episode, still go see it. It's not like a big spoiler. It's pretty much in the beginning of the episode the black mirror there's an episode of this kid who watches porn um on the porn is not just ordinary porn it's cp but there's hackers that are kind of just like bothering him and terrorizing him making him do like different tasks and all that stuff and you start to feel for this guy uh, this you know possible pedo you're just like kind of rooting for him to like stay alive during these tasks and that's how i kind of felt with billy the butcher i'm like Oh, he's kind of a father figure for Am- uh, for Amsterdam and all that stuff. But then you're just like, wait a second, he hates Irish people. <laughs>
2: half
0: of my heritage,
4: he hates ha-
2: Irish people.
0: Half of my heritage is Irish, so like, I was like, fuck you, buddy. Was <laughs> like well, yeah.
4: says? Like on the seventh day, Lord squatted over England and out exactly. dropped Ireland.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> no offense. He keeps
2: I, if if this is a slur, I apologize. But he keeps calling them bugs. Is that an Irish slur? I yeah. I've only ever heard it in this movie. There's
4: several different Irish slurs: blog hopper, all that other stuff. It's there. all there's several old ones. That's one of them. Yeah. I just, I, this is the this movie's the only place I've ever heard it, and I just I didn't know if he was
2: if I was supposed to be interpreting it a different way, or if it is just a slur. I have no idea.
0: Mm. And I also um, like the part where you know uh well not the reasoning but the like leo's character in amsterdam after the fight at the end you bring up racism he's like you know his his black friend and all that stuff where they put a candle on him it's like they all were brothers in this fight <laughs> like it wasn't about the skin color or the heritage it was just all working together for mm-hmm. a goal and stuff so like it had that i I think that's
2: also it's part of the message about like coming together no matter what your background because contextually this movie is about new york city and it came out in 2002 Mm -hmm. that's also kind of i think why they play it up a little bit i think there's a few things in this movie that i feel like they played up because it came out a year after 9-11 yeah
1: i'm glad you brought that up because there's something else i want to talk about we can do that now or later Do you you think, well, it's just, I'm not sure when the production was like the exact timing of it, but you know, at the very end of the movie, they show where those graves are, it shows the towers and, and that's how it ends. I thought it was an interesting thing for it to come out so soon after 9-11 that it would have left the towers there. And, and maybe not remove them like i'm sure that's intentional that's
2: that's got to be super on purpose like there's no reason yeah. for them not to remove it if that's what they wanted i'm sure it was a conscious mm-hmm. decision by scorsese and the film's producers yeah. to be right. like oh we uh, rem- remember the towers would to stand together as a, as new york city as the united states of america now if mm-hmm. he would
0: have left them out like if they showed the towers and then the tower is gone then I'd be like, yeah, that, what the fuck are you doing? Have, yeah, that would be too be
3: much.
4: That would be yeah. too much.
1: Yeah, I think you just don't have them at all if you're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I would agree. I, I wondered if it was that because this movie ultimately does feel like the whole thing of, of unifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, all, it's It doesn't matter your, your background or, or your status or whatever. The government will try to find a way to fuck you, so work together instead. Uh, that was the, the message of the movie, right? Yeah, mm. pretty much. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, Zach said, because I'm from New York, I should know some location. So, uh, fun tip. When they went to go, they had to move uh, the boxing arena to the harbor. Mm-hmm. Same harbor that uh, fucking Kevin in Home Alone 2 uh, was running away from the, the Wet Bandits. So, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay. Nice. Yeah. You know. yeah.
0: I-, I like that, by the way, because the politicians and the police officers, like, they're so corrupt. They're like, hey, man, uh, you can't do this, uh, so we're going to have to shut it down. Then that's when Answer Jam comes up with, like, where does the city limit end? And then they move Mm -hmm. it. To the, the I, also,
2: I also really like it because it shows once again how the city is a city of clans because it shows the rival fire brigades, and of course, there's all these gangs. But they come in, and he says, I thought we bribed the police, you bribed the municipal police. This is the metropolitan police, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like no wrong one. <laughs> it's like, god damn it, <laughs> cops are
1: <And, in> layers.
0: <laughs> and I also want to point something out, um, in the film. They voted for the sheriff. Now in New York, you don't vote for the sheriff. It's appointed by the mayor.
3: Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm.
0: so <laughs> fuck that, by the way. They should be voted in, but that's just my opinion, man. For sure. Uh but my final thoughts on this movie, because I want people to watch this movie. I highly recommend it. I had a good time. Um, not because it's in New York. By the way, it did give me chills though when you know they're at the cemetery area and like the time was passing by where pretty much those headstones are gone. Uh, and then you just see the city like growing, like you see the Brooklyn bridge and all that stuff. Um, so I'm, I gave me chills because I'm from there. Uh, but I highly rec- recommend this film. Leo <laughs> Leo is fucking old as fuck. Now <laughs> Like he's been in Hollywood forever. Uh,
3: that's real
2: quick. That's one of the things I didn't like about this movie is Leo's. Is- Uh, he's great in it. He's a great actor and he does a good job in this movie, whatever. But people keep saying, you know, leave him alone. He's a kid. He's just a kid, the kid. And um, his character is supposed to be 16 plus what? Five, six, maybe 21. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Earliest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And Leo in the, at this time is like 28, 29 or something. And it Mm. just, I know that's not a big difference, but I don't know. I wish that actor had been younger. Because they yeah. keep calling him the kid and stuff, and he just, I'm not seeing it. But it's a small thing. But honestly, they got an extremely good actor to play this lead role that's probably more important than making him look younger anyway.
4: I don't know. You got to consider, too, people age differently back then. That's true, too. But still, <laughs> they're calling him the kid. Like, he doesn't look like a kid. He looks like he Bill, Bill was like, I'm 49 years old, and he was acting like he was ancient. And then, I guess back then, by those standards, you were. <laughs> yeah. You might not make it to 40.
0: God, I love his fucking top hat, though. I want that fucking top hat and fucking trench coat.
4: (laughs) You want to just sit there drunk and tired and your arm hurts and you're draped in an American flag?
0: Yeah, and tell my false
4: eye. Just cut your own eye
2: out. There's your next Halloween costume. Just get a flag and get a glass. Oh, by (laughs) the way, Daniel Day Lewis got a glass contact lens and taught himself to hit it with a knife without flinching for that scene. Holy shit. He actually touched his eye with that knife for that scene. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Like, I know the guy is like a method actor and like really dedicated. That's too much.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Well, yeah, Yeah, he he
2: really tapped his own eye. And I guess also he stayed in character. Like, he's a method actor. So he stays in character. And he and Scorsese and DiCaprio went to dinner at some fancy place during a shooting. And the waitress scared to death of him and would not go near him because he wouldn't (laughs) break. William Cutting character.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, wouldn't you be, car- be yeah.
3: terrified? Yeah. Uh,
0: I, it's funny. I kind of wish he went to like a fucking Irish pub in New York. <laughs> and, he still, <laughs> and he was still in fucking character. Oh boy, he'd be beat the fuck up. But probably that's the reason why they didn't take him to an Irish pub. Um, but again, I highly, highly recommend this film. Andy, what about you?
2: Uh, yeah, if you ask me on the right day, I'll tell you this is my favorite Scorsese movie. Which... Probably sounds outrageous, but I just really like the time period. I really like all the actors in this. There's just something perfect about this movie. Again, if you ask me on the right day, but it's great. It's, it's must watch. It don't don't get scared by the length. You don't feel it at all.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah. Zach, what about you?
4: Yeah, uh, I recommend this movie. It's probably one of my more favorite ones that Scorsese did. Uh, I like the end of it. <laughs> Especially where it's like it builds up, like oh, they're gonna fight. This is it. This is blah blah. blah." It's like no, this fight's ruined. Fuck that fight. (laughs) Everybody runs away, or they get cut down by the fucking army. Dude, I when
2: the cannons went off from the ship, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) It has. I, I know we're done with discussion, but it has that feeling of there's so many movies that are about the end of the West. Like, oh, society's yeah. not going to put up with these outlaws anymore. It has that feel to it, even though it takes place in New York City. It, it's yeah. like, look, yeah. this gang shit, the, this government, this society, this nation isn't going to put up with this. We it's going to just bulldoze you into a mass grave.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I'm interrupting your thing, Zach. But the part where they're... Dropping the bodies in the fucking hole, and he's like, "These are voters." And I was like, "You motherfucker!" We're gonna have
3: you're to here get a no lot tonight. Yeah, <laughs> this, this of movie bitch.
1: very clearly tells the fact that politicians have always been shit. Yeah,
4: yeah, mm. yeah. Um, I don't really got anything else to say. I just wanted to give shout out to the ending, how good it was, and fucking yeah, I like the scene too, where you see the transition and the headstones disappear eventually, and shit, like that's cool.
3: Okay. Yeah.
0: And Chaz, what about you?
4: Yeah, this is, I fucking love this movie. I, I'd say, yeah,
1: it's, it, I'm kind of with Andy, it's it's either one or two for me, as far as Scorsese films. Uh, one of my favorite uh, first, like, opening sequences of a film, any film, period. I yeah. love the ending, because, and we didn't talk about it a lot, but again, this is a good ven- story of vengeance, it's a classic, like, Hamlet type of tale, and one of the messages or points in taking those types of tales is that you create a cycle. I'm going to tie this into Naruto <laughs> because, of yeah. course, I'm of no. Naruto. But seriously, All there, right. there's a very important thing that happens in an arc later on in Naruto where they talk about the cycle of vengeance. And like, you are literally doing, like disrupting generations of people and putting generations of people through suffering through perpetuating the cycle of vengeance. Someone has to break the cycle. Someone has to break the chain, right? Someone has to be the person to step out of it and say, no, I'm not going to pursue another death to just leave that to be a prophecy of, of death to happen to my own uh, kind. So I'm going to forgive that person and move on. And in this film, that didn't really happen, but in in a way, like he's almost robbed of being able to get revenge. Like it's almost like he's given the consolation that he's allowed to just get the kill for the sake of moving on. But he, he's aware, like with the cannons going off and stuff, Bill is dead. Like Bill has has a mortal wound. He is not going to live. So he could just leave him there to die. But Bill kind of gives him the consolation of that honor to let him die. Um, thinking about it now with those other stories, it it would have been kind of cool to see that he he just moved on and looked at the bigger picture of you no, know, it's. I didn't need the revenge, but he got it. I guess. get it. Same time. It's okay. But I think that message of, of realizing sometimes we can get consumed in our own personal vendettas and there are much bigger things at hand. Um, so I don't know. I just a little thing I thought was interesting about the movie and comparing it to Naruto. And I only compared because that hat spoilers. If you haven't watched it, you've had a while to watch it. Naruto breaks that cycle of vengeance and it's a really, really cool fucking part in that show. I'll talk about a little later. Anyway, this movie is awesome. You should watch it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um, And I think for like a second, they all collectively think like, why are we fighting each other? We should be fighting these fucking politicians. (laughs) But then I guess, you know, it ends. Anyway, uh, for for next week, we're going to be talking uh, about High Sierra. That's the next movie that we're going to be talking about. 1941 film. Um, by Ra- Raul Walsh, director, and it's about Roy Earl. Um, I was rec- it was recommended by my mom because she said this is a good mobster film, and I didn't
2: even know it was a mobster film.
0: Yeah, well, it's a it's a it's about like a criminal plan uh, with a robbery, and it, it, it involves a uh, like organized crime. So, organized crime is gangsters, so yep, so. Prepare to watch that movie and then come back here, and we will talk about it. Now we are going to get into final thoughts. Now, final thoughts is going to be a combination of what the hell we've been watching, playing, or doing, and news. Uh, for me, um, I watched The Last of Us episode four. I it's boring. It, it's boring the shit out of me, and I I did like a tiny rant in your guy uh, in, the, in the Facebook Messenger, where it's just like. What is wrong with TV writing these days? Like every episode has to it's it's like they take 10 minutes and they stretch it out for 40 minutes. Like with TV shows, it's supposed to be world building. It's supposed to be like different plot lines. Like you're supposed to take this world in last of us and show things that happen in betweens in the scenes.
2: But uh, but if they do that, then people are gonna say, that didn't happen in the game. Just adapt the game. What's wrong with you? Don't you, make new stuff. You could still do that and
0: they they're still doing that in in this season because they just added a uh, a woman leader called Kathleen which they're calling her Karen because she killed her only doctor in a post apocalyptic apocalyptic world. So they're just like what are you, what are you doing? You're shooting your only fucking doctor. What is going on? Um but like hmm. this this episode should have happened earlier where we're having the chemistry of Joel and Ellie? And I'm just like, we're getting like I told Zach and if you read the chat, I was like, you know the parts where you're walking the streets and sometimes Joel and Ellie just have conversations. Kind of like in, in uh, God of War when Kratos and uh um what's his fucking name? Boy. The, yeah, I'm just Amir, gonna call him boy. Atreus. Yeah, yeah, Atreus. Boy. But when they just boy at out of nowhere just have dialogue it they take those and they fluff it into the episode and i'm just like i don't want this i want to know what happens in those in that city over there i want to i want to know you know what happens before we see henry and sam and all that stuff like we should be getting that and including the lore of the video game it just (laughs) i fell asleep (laughs) like halfway through the episode because it was so damn boring uh gaming wise i haven't been really doing anything i'm kind of like building my list um i added chrono trigger um what's the other game that you mentioned zach oh duke Mm -hmm. nukem uh 3d 3D. yep and uh Chaz, you need to come up with a game that i could play for for this year
4: it's not souls
0: Uh, it is not dark souls
4: (laughs) no souls No 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 souls like okay
3: yeah
0: yeah um trying to think any news um the hogwarts legacy news that website (laughs) that website pretty much uh got taken down because they were harassed yeah they were yeah they were harassing people
2: you showed earlier that there's one million people watching that game be played on twitch yeah you were like oh so much for the boycott uh i wonder what percentage of that is people who are going on there to harass streamers who are playing it
4: I don't think it, it's as much as you would think.
0: <laughs> I uh, Here's the thing. It is, again, it's going to be a little political, but, but I'm not going to get into it. Usually the people that have left-leaning politics about that certain topic were playing the game. So they don't give a shit. They just love Harry Potter. <laughs> and, and they kind of just said, hey, don't be stupid in the chat. And obviously there was people that were stupid in the chat, like the one clip that I posted in the the chat, uh, girlfriend reviews, they 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 got hit from both sides. They got hit by the righties on Last of Us Part Two because remember when all the right people were annoyed at Neil Druckmann for that second game? They were harassing that group, and then now, now they're getting hit from the left side with the J.K. Rowling stuff because Jeez. Hogwarts Legacy.
2: You just can't win.
0: Yeah, so Fuck. it's like,
2: so it's like, dude.
0: Just let them have fun playing a game like <laughs> I don't want to get into it. It's just annoying seeing people ruin people's fun um, on either side. Like I didn't like last of us part two, what they did in the game. Obviously I want to go through it again without the, the you know, the hatred of what happens to Joel with a nine iron. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's all I got to say about it. It's stupid. Let people have fun on what they want to play. And by the way, I'm hearing this is a really, really good game. And I will be playing it on Friday, streaming it on Twitch. Just wanna,
1: just wanna You're going on our, the list. Just, yeah. Just bring you just our, made the our list. Discussion full circle. Um, Last of Us 2. Another great game about the cycle of vengeance and how you should break it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There. Take that in. Joel deserves to die. Sorry. Sasuke and no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's the kind of a troll thing to say. <laughs> I just gonna get baits like ah fuck him. Fuck Chaz and his and he fucks.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, that's all I gotta say. I mean, I didn't really do much, Last of Us, and I've been doing the Couch Entertainments channel where I've oh I watched the Ark. Uh it's a new sci-fi show. It's really cheesy so far. I like it. <laughs> And some guy just commented on my video. This show is sewage, and I'm like, please explain why it's sewage. Sewage,
4: <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: yeah. <What> oddly <laughs> specific choice of words. But I with, mean,
2: it's, it's not bad. I kind of like it. The guy's at least coming up with something new to call it. Yeah, yeah true.
4: But that, if he but said that, raw sewage, I would give bonus points. Yes, <laughs>
2: but that's
0: that's an example that I like about that show is that they're adding plot lines. The plot lines like, oh, what's happening with these two people or that? Or, what's happening with the ship? And last of us is like we need to get there. That's it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. I mean, yeah, that's in the game, but there's other stuff that happens. But Andy, what's your final thoughts as far as what you've been watching, playing or doing or any news you want to talk about?
2: Um, I don't think I have any news or anything. I can't think of anything, but I uh i watched a whole bunch. I got a bunch of unexpected time off of work thanks to a certain virus that's sweeping the world. But anyway, oh,
0: oh yeah, I got that too.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um and all, some of the stuff is stuff my girlfriend shows. So I've got highs and I got lows. I watched a Japanese movie called *Homunculus*. It's written and directed by the guy who wrote and directed uh, *The Grudge*, I think. That famous Japanese movie. Uh, it's interesting. It's about a guy who like gets this surgery, this experimental surgery, where they drill a hole in the front of your head so that you can. Use it's like the it's the third eye that you see the psychic world through. It's bizarre. It's a crazy movie. It's okay. It's kind of
4: interesting. Um, so we got Hei's Jigon Eye from Yu Yu Hakusho.
2: Yeah, it's 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 that it's that (laughs) whole. I mean, it is tied into that whole like mythical. It's kind of stupid. You've got a third eye, and they they say, oh, when you're when you're a baby or when you're a fetus or something, there's a hole in your skull, and it fills in as you grow up. We're just gonna open it back up, and like literally, guy just takes a power drill and just. But I, it's it's an interesting movie. Um, I watched a movie called Cleaner or The Cleaner. Kitty um, Omega in the cleaner. <laughs> Samuel <laughs> Jackson is in it, and uh it's boring. Damn. I know I was like, Oh <laughs> Samuel Jackson is in this. Maybe it won't completely suck because this was one of the ones my girlfriend chose, and usually when she chooses a movie, it's something that's gonna suck. And I was like, Oh, Samuel Jackson is in this, thank god. But it um, sucks. it's pretty boring. It's uh he's in it. And um, uh, Ed uh, Ed Harris, love him. Luis Guzman, he's pretty good. Not boring. Dumb. <laughs> like, Stop picking things that suck. Well, she also picked Jackson, a movie called uh, The Called You Get Me, I think it's called, or maybe it's I Get You. Yeah. I, it's so terrible, I didn't even remember the name. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's fucking awful. It's really bad.
3: It's <laughs> just the show, right? It's a
2: movie. I it.
3: like,
2: I just, like, the whole time we were watching, it, I was like, I hate this. I actually uh, secretly played <laughs> Pete Cross on my Switch during most of the movie, but oh, I still man. absorbed the plot. And it was uh, terrible. I can't remember. Uh, the, a guy has an argument with his girlfriend, and then he sleeps with some other girl, and then that girl becomes really obsessive to the point of being homicidal about getting with him it's it's the stupidest do nothing plot i've ever heard of (laughs) (laughs) um let's see uh while i was sick i needed something easy to watch so i watched idiocracy because i thought i I can fall asleep during this who cares i didn't fall asleep i watched all of idiocracy
3: again
2: (laughs) (laughs) that movie's great um Uh, I watched some TV shows. Uh, The Great North has a new season. I don't know when it came out. I must have missed it. I like the show a lot. It's not as good as Bob's Burgers, though. So it's made by the same people. That's why I say that. Mm. I watched a few episodes of the Jinji Ito Netflix show, Maniac. It's uh, it's an anthology series, so each story is its own thing. It's all based on a bunch of his manga. Um, I was getting into it because it's like creepy and weird and spooky, and they all have like mysterious endings where people just die for no reason. Uh my girlfriend hated it though, so we stopped watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um we we still we it's okay though because then we started uh, we picked back up watching Alice in Borderland. We just started over. That show is really good. Like I'm thinking about reading the manga for that. That show is cool as hell. Um what the fuck else? Uh, I watched The Sting. You guys ever seen the Sting? Sorry from <laughs> <laughs> the 70s.
4: I've heard of that movie, uh, never watched it though
2: Paul Newman, Warren Beatty and some other people, they're like con men in Chicago during the mobster times, you know, the 30s it's a pretty good movie, I liked it I uh, watched The Great Silence it's a spaghetti western, I mean it, it's so much a spaghetti western it's actually Italian but um, it takes place instead of being in the west it's in the mountains so the whole the whole movie is like uh, shot way up in the mountains and it's all snowy. And uh, that is a great fucking Western. Like, honestly, I think we would discuss it in the same breath that we discussed the Dollars Trilogy if it was just in English. I think that's what it is. I think a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to read subtitles. Well, I'm a fucking idiot. And I don't like foreign movies. <laughs> so if you like spaghetti Westerns, for God's sake, watch The Great Silence. That is a great movie. I'm not going to say anything about the plot because you just, you just got to see it. It's a... Uh, a very brutal movie, though I'll, I'll lay that out there for you. Um, uh, speaking of foreign movies, watched oakja, which is a Bong Joon Ho movie. Uh, the guy did *Parasite*. And um, what Parasite movie game. did we watch? *Memories of Murder*.
0: Is That when he hangs out with that big ass animal.
2: Yeah, it's like a super yeah. pig. <laughs> what? <laughs> I yeah. thought. Like the the posters are all like a little girl with like this gigantic hippo pig hybrid. And I was like, "Oh, it's like a kids' movie or something." So, like, I was putting off watching it. Uh, no, that movie is serious as, as a heart attack. <laughs> like, it's about capitalism and like the meat industry, and it is very depressing. Also, Jake Gyllenhaal is in it, and he isn't out of his mind the whole time. He's like yeah. this weird Jack Hanna nature guy, but he's self-hating and bombastic, and I don't. And also, uh, what's her name? Uh, Tilda Swinton's in it, and she's super evil. Oh man, she's so evil. Uh but it, it's a good movie, it's on Netflix right now. Um, we were discussing Disney movies, and I was sick anyway, so I put on Rescuers Down Under and watched all of it.
3: Nice <laughs> mm-hmm. George e. uh, Scott
2: should have done more voice acting. He is a fantastic voice actor. I love him as the bad guy in that movie. He's the best character in that movie just because of his voice. But did um, you
1: watch The Brave Little Toaster?
2: No, damn well i again i was sick so i was like oh i will probably gonna fall asleep i'll put on something who cares if i watch it and then of course i stayed awake for the whole thing because it was too Rescu- hype for it too oh. hype too <laughs> hype for rescuers <laughs> down under um this month the criterion channel added a movie i've been wanting to see it's uh they they're trying to add more like anime like and not like naruto one piece dragon ball stuff like they're adding like the kind of stuff G Kids releases on Blu ray with commentary and crap like that. Uh, Ongaku, our sound. I think Ongaku literally means our sound, so I think it's called Our Sound. Our sound. <laughs> uh, the movie's great, it's about three high school delinquents, delinquents, sorry, who steal musical instruments and start a band. Uh, and it's hilarious. It's a very funny movie. It's only an hour and 11 minutes long. I highly recommend it to anyone who likes dry comedies because there's a lot of stuff. That's really only funny because it holds on something for so long. It's just like playing really catchy rock music, and people are walking somewhere, and it does it for like fifty full seconds with no dialogue. Uh, uh, and I, I don't know it, if you like dry humor in anime, it, it, this is your dream movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I beat Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear Two. Sorry, it's hard to say not to say Solid. So be on the lookout for podcasters for past Metal Gear episode two recording soon. And I started Silent Hill too. Yes, uh, I have very mixed feelings about Silent Hill Two so far. <laughs> yeah, the
0: gameplay is all right, isn't it? I'm um, I'm a very big story gamer. Uh, that story's fucked up. <laughs> like if you,
2: I, I haven't seen a lot of the story yet. I just some guy was barfing in a toilet, and some, <laughs> and some crazy chick was in a cemetery, and then maybe she was gonna kill herself in front of a mirror. I'm not sure, and then she left.
4: So, so what are your what are your mixed feelings so far? Besides you getting aggravated with the floaty camera, floaty camera's weird. I hate. I'm playing it on
2: Xbox, so you hit left trigger to make the camera go behind you. But if you've got your back to a wall, it won't go. Mm-hmm. And if you're too near another wall, it won't go. And if it will go, you hit left trigger, and the camera is like Lakitu in Super Mario sixty four. It like flies over to you and goes behind you and turns around. I'm like, God damn it, my radio is making sounds. It's dark. <laughs> I need to know where the bad guy is. Get the fuck over here. Like, it's, I don't have time for this. So honestly, it's like elevating the sense of horror in the game, but it still frustrates me. Like, I took a couple hits, and I was like, stupid camera, get behind me. I'm just like swinging at nothing with the board because I don't want to use my ammunition. Um, what else about it? Uh, I can't figure out what display to play it on. Zach knows what I'm talking about. I have a CRT television, LCD television. And the Xbox goes into a splitter. So it goes to both monitors simultaneously. I've just been playing with both of them on because in areas that's lit okay, it looks nominal on my CRT. It looks fantastic. But my CRT is really old, so the brights are gone. And even with the brightness turned up, I can't see shit indoors. So then i got to pivot and i got to look at the LCD television. That's not sound Hill's fault, though. That's just something I'm So you're with.
0: dual monitoring <laughs> Silent Hill too? That's sure awesome. Am.
2: <laughs> what about I your mean, contrast? Does that work?
4: Does that
2: I, help I, I I screwed with contrast. I screwed with brightness. I screwed with it on the television. I screwed with it in the settings in Silent Hill. And uh, honestly, it got to the point, And I screwed with the settings on. Of course, that that won't affect the CRT. But I messed with my uh, OSSC. Um, it got to the point where I was like, I just want to play the game. This is fun. I'm getting by. It's kind of a dark
4: game anyway.
2: Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> like there before I got the flashlight, I was like, is the whole fucking game gonna be like this? But I got the flashlight and things got better. Yeah. It's just it's weird because they're like they 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 drip feed you with the stuff you need the radio, the flashlight, the handgun. The I with the nail in it. I uh contrasting somewhat to what Dub said, I enjoy the gameplay in a weird way. I like um I just got done with the first like apartment complex. I yeah. jumped through a window and I'm in another apartment complex now, yeah. but I just liked, I kind of had to run all over. I had to collect a bunch of stuff. Um, uh, enemies don't respond. Thank God. Cause I thought they were going to, for some reason. I don't know why I thought that, but it does do one of what I consider to be like gaming designs, greatest sins. And I hate this and hopefully it doesn't do it a lot. It's only done it once. I went to that room that had the television and found the clock And I was like, okay, well, I got to find a clock key and left and like horsed around, couldn't figure out what to do. And then you come back and the television has been turned on and a dead body sitting in the chair. I don't like when I have to go to a location, leave, come back to the location for something to happen.
0: Mm, It happens a couple of times.
2: I mean, I I get it a little bit because it is it is spooky. It's scary. I was like, oh, my god, there's a dead guy watching static. Oh, it's so weird.
0: Yeah, because
2: because
0: uh, <laughs> when you eventually play Silent Hill three, there's one room where you're just like, it doesn't do like you have to leave the room to come back, but it does a thing where shit is going down, and you're just like, is my game breaking? Oh no, this is fucking happening, <laughs> and like you get freaked out. So
2: I I worry that I'm gonna really like Silent Hill two because so far I'm on track to really like it. And I'm gonna to want to play three, but I think the ship has sailed on me owning that game. I don't think that's gonna happen.
4: <laughs> already, I already said you can you can borrow mine if you really want to play it badly. I might. I'll
2: do that. Or uh, I was reading up. I was trying to be like, what's the best way to play Sonic? Uh, emulation is still a thing. The PS2 emulation has come a long, 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 long way. It's yeah, doing I'm pretty sure. good right now. So yeah. if if Konami doesn't want to sell me a reasonable copy of that game, they can go fuck themselves. I'll pirate it.
0: Except the Path of go. Neo. The Path Five of Neo looks, looks fucking garbage. On the PS2 emulation, but that's Path of Neo. not.
1: What There's a, always going to be what exception. a fucking game. I I nice. remember playing Path of Neo back in the day. <laughs> I'm,
0: a, I'm a big Matrix Mark. <laughs> like I have all the I had all the Matrix games. Like Enter the Matrix, Path of Neo. I, I played Matrix both as Online. well.
1: Yeah, Enter the Matrix got a got a bad rep. I, I thought that game was still fun, and it's not Path of Neo. Path of Neo is definitely the
2: the better of the two. But well, the reason one of why I get... on my list after we watched all the Matrix movies because I was researching what's the good Matrix games.
0: Matrix Online is the best one, but it's not online anymore. So
2: I just watched uh, someone did a YouTube video that was like fifty minutes long that just went through the whole story of Matrix Online. I just watched that.
0: Yeah, and that. <laughs> did... There, there was a YouTube group who took, like, the Matrix online storyline and was like, this is what's going to happen in the new Matrix movie, and it never fucking happened, and I laughed my ass off. <laughs> uh, before we move on to Zach, I did want to bring up, because you know how Chaz had his, uh, you know, watch Naruto while having the koof? while mm-hmm. I watched One Piece while how having far the koof. Only one season so far yeah
3: how many seasons
2: are there like 300
1: yeah (laughs) oh my god yeah one piece is the worst one it's like a thousand episodes or some shit right it's
2: ridiculous honestly i envy you a little bit because i have wanted for years to take that plunge like if i was going to watch a long-form bullshit anime it was always going to be one piece but
0: yeah i'm not watching it anymore (laughs) 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 uh, no like did you not
2: like it or is it too daunting
0: i like it but like it is also daunting as well, and then now since I'm like my energy's back, I'm not sitting in a bed like oh sure, like forced yeah. to watch it in a well, way.
2: I mean, people are like, oh, you gotta binge it, oh, you gotta watch the whole thing. I watched all of Game of Thrones a week, and holy shit, you don't ha- just come back to it whenever you feel like it. It's mm-hmm. always gonna be there. Just watch one yeah. when you're in the mood for anime. It's, yeah. Not-
1: yeah. it's actually. That's the thing about these anime shows, too, is that they're actually pretty good for doing that, where you can just binge sections and then come back to it. Because the reason they're so long, Naruto is guilty for the same thing, the The reason they're so long is because they were coming out at the same time as the manga, yeah. but they were getting ahead of the manga, and they had to come up with a shit ton of filler. So you still want to watch, maybe watch the filler in between because it's, it's cool or whatever, but you can skip some of it or you can wait. But you can watch little arcs of it in little bite-sized pieces, like 30, 20, 30 episodes, and then come back to it or something. Yeah, it's just it's not that too bad. Thing.
2: Every yeah. once in a while, you're going to be in between major HBO Max television events or something. Yeah, just watch some one piece.
0: Yeah, I'll probably get back to... One other like anime I need to get back to is a uh, anime called World Trigger. Uh, I don't know how to fucking like, tell you what that anime is about. It's a mixture <laughs> of like Jedi's uh and gundams put together and
4: this sounds put- fucking awesome yeah <laughs> that
0: sounds that sounds like what i'm about but it's like ran by kids it's like there's like no like the adults are just like I'm pulling it
2: back now pulling it back. okay yeah you're pulling, pulling <laughs> <me> <laughs> back a little
4: bit you said kids
2: i hate and, kids and there's like well this, i mean look, look at gundam it's basically a bunch of like kind of almost children <laughs> yeah. and they're like teenagers, teenagers. It's a yeah, yeah, yeah. they're
0: and like, like
4: little the- adults and there's
0: this one like, there's this one like girl assassin that's like trying to like shoot at the world trigger people with a sniper rifle. Like I, I don't know what the fuck is happening, but I'm like having fun watching. it. I
4: feel it. like girl assassin should be an anime. Why is that not an anime? Isn't Pro- isn't girl assassin <laughs> an anime? Yeah, probably. I got a question because you like you kind of railroaded it over you, what you're talking about One Piece. You never ans- You never said whether or not you even liked it any
0: i said i i like it i just it was just daunting uh and also oh, because okay. I, I gained energy and i played like the video game <laughs> like for a little bit because someone gifted t- to me because uh a long time ago they're just like you'd play this one piece game and i was like it's all right <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, anime games are kind of weird with me um, uh it for-
4: depends it's kind of a crap shoot yeah there's good ones there's bad ones
0: and one more thing, I did watch a horror movie called Skinamarink, not Skidamarink, Skinamarink. Uh, it's an hour and forty minute uh, horror art piece. <laughs> I'm not how to explain it. There's a lot. It, it, like if you pay attention to the scenes that like scare you, there's backstory to it. That's all I will say. It's on Shutter. If you have Shutter, go watch it. Zach, what the hell you? Uh, what's your final thoughts as far as what you've been watching, playing, or doing, or any news that you want to talk about?
4: I do got news. Uh, uh, Jared King Law suffered a stroke today. So keep King your damn. thoughts, brother.
0: I heard he's right. doing good.
4: Yeah. The King's The King's fucking Teflon. He had that heart attack on, on Raw like, what was that, like 10 years ago? And he was Man, okay. Yeah, like 15, 20 years ago. God damn, it's, that's forever ago. No, I think I was, that was a little bit over 10 years, like 10, 11. Yeah, 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 that's exaggerating a little. Yeah, it was Dolph like Ziggler, Ziggler elbowed well. the shit out of him and then he like died. <laughs> he, he, he was dead for like what was that like five or ten minutes? Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're confused. He was just selling his ass off, like he, he was selling his selling ass hard. off.
0: <laughs> well, it's, but, the cur- yeah. it's the curse of Tiny Tim, he's attacking because of what he did to him on Raw that one year.
2: <laughs> All uh, right, guys, let's keep it on getting
4: some color. There's nothing else to say other than get well, King. Mm. get welcome um, I agree with uh then Uh, see i am i finished where i finished itchy tasty i started I, I went back to comic books i'm reading uh venom separation anxiety and it's Not about like, that that's about where venom at some point venom just fucks off from new york and he decides to move the other side of the country which marvel did for like a lot of characters and groups There's like there was west coast avengers and there's other characters that were just like, I live in Colorado and shit. Uh, Venom yeah. went to... All of Marvel's in New York. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Venom was like, I'm tired of fighting fucking Parker. I'm going to go to San Francisco and be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> and a that's, of, that's a famous place to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> it still is. But, uh, yeah, uh, he's like, kind of living with like squatters and stuff. And basically he he turns into them and he like fucking beats up people that fuck with squatters. But of course there's crazy stuff like technology cults that turn people into cyborgs and some guy gets away from them and he gets mixed up with like the squatters and it causes like a big fucking battle or something. (laughs) And there's, there's a lot more to it than that. Uh, there's stuff that has to do with Ben Riley, the, uh, the, uh, infamous Spider-Man clone. Oh yeah. he crosses over in that. I think this is like when he first starts getting his own stories. Um, but I'm not that far yet. So, so far it's, it's fun. It's fun. 90s uh, stuff.
2: Is Ben Riley still canon? Yes. Really?
4: All mm-hmm. that Clone Saga stuff is canon. It's huh. just st- stupid.
3: It's like yeah, they percent of it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't <laughs> yeah. know if he
4: like turned up every once in a while. Or if he
2: like joined the Fantastic Four for one summer or something. No, like, he, died. Died. <laughs> oh, yeah, died. he died. Oh,
3: he died.
1: Yeah, the the way they did it, it wasn't the whole thing, like, they they basically took the reaction because they were really going to make him, like, the original Peter. Like, they were going to make him the real Spider-Man, and Peter was the clone, and then people just, like, had, like, a mega meltdown reaction to it. So, like, no, 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 and they, like, made it later on, Harry Osborn, or, uh, not Harry. Norman was like, ha-ha, it was a trick the whole time, and it was, it was like, I'm messing with you.
4: I can't remember remember the the specifics of it, but all I know is they were in a fight and Ben Riley kind of sacrificed himself slash just got killed in the fight is, is what happened.
2: I, I uh, vaguely yeah. remember the whole clone saga hullabaloo, but I, I didn't know if he was still kicking around somewhere.
1: I mean, for yeah. at least like two or three years, it, it was canon that he was actually Spider-Man and that Peter Parker was a clone until they finally found some way to say, nah, just kidding. It was a trick. Ha, uh, uh, huh, we were joking. It was
4: just <laughs> to get it. Spider-Man psyche. And people were like, boo, this is bullshit. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've watched uh I finished watching the uh Devil May Cry anime. It is a shorty, it's just I've watched it just sporadically. It's like well, twelve episodes. You're, you're devil may weeping your ass off. I am. <laughs> uh well I was like, oh, I finished all these games. Here's this anime. I I may, I always kinda wanted to watch that anime and I never did. So Is it good? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, oh, like at first, like you know, I talk about the the episode where Trish and Lady meet and they have a girl fight, and it's hilarious because you're being all catty about shooting each other's hair and shit. It's funny, <sighs> but, <laughs> but like, um, there's like cool moments in it and stuff, but for the most part, it like reminds me about like what's wrong with Devil May Cry 2 in terms of like the presentation and the story, mm-hmm. where like Dante's not like. Joke-ass Dante, as the original director of the game put it, the, the unnamed director. He didn't like how Dante was a joke-ass. Joke-ass. <laughs> <laughs> joke-ass. <laughs> so, like, he's kind of like, like, I think this takes place after DMC1, uh, and which is, like, kind of far in the timeline at that point. It's weird. But uh, he's, like, depressed. He's not very, like, jovial, like, kind of how he is in the other games. Uh, he's like really somber and quiet and it doesn't make for good anime. When <laughs> like yeah, you're no like, deal. yeah, don't make cry anime, kick ass. No, he's just kind of like a prick and he's like kind of just depressed. Well, you like, can have that character, but there's got to be another character
2: who's charismatic and interesting. And yeah.
4: That character that, that is supposed to be a prick and depressed is Virgil, but he's not in it. Uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, the, the end of it was cool. It kicked up and finally became, like, cool for, like, two episodes. <laughs> uh, but that was the end of it. Uh, I also watched Creature from the Black Lagoon. I've, Ooh, the, ne- the original Universal one? Yeah. I, I've Hell never yeah. seen oh, it. I... It, was, it was on Sven ghoulie this weekend. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm going to watch this. <laughs> that movie rolls. On what, ghoulie? Uh, Sven ghoulie, Uh, He's, like, um, kind of like a horror movie host. Kind of like Elvira and shit. Oh, okay. But he's like a guy. It's kind of like Mystery Science Theater three thousand esque. Uh, he's got like little characters and stuff there. The Italian? Uh, I don't think he's Italian. I think he's from the Midwest. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, but coolie. like,
4: we get it on my TV in this area. Uh, if you find that channel, if you have cable, I think you can get my TV on through some streaming services too. He, he uh, shows all kinds of stuff. Uh, we watched one called Frogs one time. It was over the summer. It had Sam Elliott in it. It was like the, one of the earliest movies he was ever in. I love that movie. That but movie that rules. That so dumb. I love
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> that <Literally laughs> movie's fantastic.
4: My favorite thing is like the, the, the transitions between scenes is like always like like a frog. It's like a close-up of a frog. <laughs> it's just <somewhere>. a close-up <laughs> of
2: wildlife. So it's
4: like an actual-ass frog. I love it. People just die because frogs jump on them. It's it's hilarious. Great movie. Um. I uh, also watched uh, not Black Panther, Wak- Wakanda Forever, or <laughs> w- Wakanda Forever. If you want to be funny,
3: mm-hmm. but,
4: but it was uh, boring. Uh, it was about what I expected it was going to be because it's just supporting cast the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's a shame. And I'll always maintain that they made the mistake of not recasting Chadwick. I think that was a big mistake, and they're going to pay for it. And they'll I like always oh, say, oh, it's out of respect. But I always felt like, me personally, he would have wanted them to recast that character. Makes sense. But hmm. uh whatever, here we are. And it made a boring-ass fucking movie that I could hardly care about. There was things about, about in it I liked, but...
1: Yeah, uh, something to watch it, so I don't want too like, great deal of spoilers, but did, did they fuck up Namor? They kind
4: of fuck with Namor a little bit. It depends on how much of a purist and how much of a fan you are of that character, really. Namor's a lot like Billy the Butcher, but he's good. <laughs> uh, he's he's kind of like that in this movie. He's, a, sure. he's an
2: Atlantean nationalist, yeah. <laughs> I'll say he well, it. He like, flavors of people? Okay, man.
4: <laughs> like, I will say like um, that's another thing. They don't call them Atlanteans. They, they call them something else and I feel like it has like some kind of copyright conflict because DC films are doing Aquaman they can't call them Atlanteans anymore why not? I, to, I don't someone know, copyright that's what,
2: the term Italy? I don't feel like my this land, be true
4: that's the only thing I can think of is because they absolutely refused to call them Atlanteans and in fact when they come to the surface they turn blue and it was weird and it was making me think about Avatar it was like fucking with me <laughs> Oh, like shit, they, they're bringing Pandora to the MCU. Like, they, they, they gave them they gave I, them this whole Aztec kind of motif to them, to, like, to their society and everything, even to the point to where it was, like, a lost tribe of Aztecs or something is what became the... Elite. Sorry, it's not really much of a spoiler, but, like... I, I I didn't know how to feel about that either. It made me really feel like there was some kind of legal thing that made them really want to go away from the Atlanteans. Mm. I
2: mean, I had to Google it because I was afraid I was about to say something stupid. But sure enough, Plato was the one who first talked about uh, the Atlanteans, and that it, it doesn't. I mean, I, I doubt he copyrighted it. In, no, 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 I'm not saying that. Just, <laughs> I just <laughs> I think it's got <laughs> something to do with
4: DC. I think I it's, they're they're, because, probably,
0: they're probably trying to like make sure that they don't copy DC because, you know, they think people are stupid and they don't
4: know how to fucking... I think you're right.
2: I think they're afraid they're going to confuse the dummies. There is
4: that, but there's also the Captain Marvel thing. Shazam was Captain Marvel before there was a Captain Marvel, but then the the trademarks fucking flipped. And now Marvel has the whole Captain Marvel, so they call Captain Marvel Shazam now. So I think it's a similar deal. Yeah, I don't know, though. That's uh, that's a funny thing
1: because at one point there was a Captain Marvel and then there was Mar- Captain Marvel, Mar- Mar- which is what the whole reason it's a Marvel an yeah. alien and Captain Marvel, which was like we're offshoot of Superman. It, it's it's a fucking mess what, what they did in like the fifties, like trying to like <laughs> shit each other over in copyright laws. Uh, Marvel fucked DC over pretty hard there.
4: Yeah, they pulled a fast one with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and playing stuff, I don't really have much to say. I'm still kind of playing the same games I've been talking about. I'm still playing DMC five. I'm still playing through RE two, OG on on in sixty four. Um, I was playing Octopath Traveler, and I quit it because it was it lost my interest. So, womp womp. Yeah, I had to, I had my first abortion this year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I. I- I tried to get into the game. The story just is, is very fucking boring for me. That's the thing is like it's yeah. what I was
4: saying in the chat. It's like a bunch of character side stories. And that's supposed to be the story, and I'm like, that's not that didn't really work for me, brother.
2: I've heard other people say the exact same thing that I know and trust. So I don't. I wanted to be excited about that game because of the the premise of it. But honestly, at this point, there's way better stuff out. There's the new Bravely
4: Default. There's Live Alive, which I can't wait to play. A bunch of yeah. other stuff. There's more important. And interesting jrpgs i, I want to get to that i think will be a better investment for my time
0: yeah i'm getting both fire emblem games when i get money for the the three houses and and engage uh it's so a good like, investment you know? good
1: yeah. luck uh man those games take four fucking ever three houses to finish the full story is what you're like 100 hours or more or something
2: sounds right mm-hmm. yeah because you got what do you
1: mean by the, the full game. story like it, the way that game works is you have to play through each house, so you have to effectively beat the game three times cause you be just, just be because you're just don't. Just three unique stories. Well, it's like that's you finish one arc in <laughs> each story huh. as you play through it or something, but it takes a long ass time to actually finish that game to get the actual plot. Don't, ending.
2: Don't let Nintendo tell you how to play, don't let Intelligent Systems tell you how to play games. Fuck them.
3: Yeah, just, yeah they're just not. Intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> <Just, laughs> fake ass
2: name. Wait until you get tired and say,
1: ah, oh, fuck it, I'm done.
4: Joke ass intelligent systems.
1: <laughs> Joke ass <laughs> Nintendo. All right, Chaz, what'd you do? Uh, I went to fucking Disney World. Woo, woo, yeah, it was fun. Uh, I don't really play any much of anything because. Uh,
0: played Pokemon's cards.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, not, I mean, like video game wise, like I just I've played oh. many video games. Uh, yeah, I spent a lot of my time going to the various parks and different things. At Disney World had a blast. Daughter With loved Epcot? it. Went to Epcot, uh, met a bunch of princesses, ate a lot of good food. Um or I mean, I don't know what else to say about Disney World. Disney World's Disney World. But uh Who's the hottest princess? Uh my wife.
4: Cause Mickey. Cause oh, what a fucking joke ass answer. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a simp. <laughs> Kylo. Kylo's hey, the wait. best princess. A simp for my wife. You should have that should be a t shirt.
1: <laughs> actually there was a shirt that the guy had there that said uh i'm just here to pay for everything but all the o's are replaced with mickey heads and i really wanted that.
3: <laughs> nice
2: <laughs> that guy gets it yeah
1: i really wanted that shirt uh uh but i did get to blow someone's mind last year when we went uh some guy in line had this like little tech thing where it's just this thing it almost looks like a um like a water bottle, just this rounded thing, and you just like pop it, and it, it pulls apart, and it's a stool that you could just sit on, and mm-hmm. it, like collapses and extends, and it's just to carry around. Like you can just attach to something and carry it. It's got blew my mind last year. I just bought one on Amazon for twenty bucks, whatever. Well, this year we got in line waiting for something. I got in line early because I I wanted Evie to be able to meet the princesses for her birthday and you know we didn't want to wait so i did that and some guy next to me like flipped the fuck out and was like what the fuck is that i need that in my life so yeah i like, bought one and i'm wearing like the bluey dad shirt so it was like oh, i'm living the like the best like nerd dad life this is great uh <laughs> yeah we, we had a good time did they, uh,
0: did they have the mardi gras parade when you were there because the, the fucking fireworks went fucking crazy the the, the past weekend because no, I'm, yeah. I'm not too far from uh, uh, Disney, so when mm-hmm. they do the fireworks at night, it literally rocks my house because of how much... You fucking- hear
2: the fireworks at Disney every night? Yeah. That Oof. sounds
1: pretty fucking awful.
3: Holy mm-hmm. shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it was just the typical stuff,
1: like the typical shows. Like, we watched, we watched the fireworks and stuff, but, I mean, it, it wasn't anything, mm. like, specific, but... Um, but yeah, uh the next day was uh, we left on Friday and then Saturday was uh Pokemon TCG Regionals um there in Orlando. And it was like the largest one in North American history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um didn't do the best on day one, uh had had some, some bum experiences, had had some a little weird interaction I won't get into uh with with the streamer, but uh Overall, I um, was able to turn things around and just enjoy myself. Traded, got a lot of cool stuff, met some cool people. Got to play at some side events that I won. The next day, they hosted a, a, a really large side event that actually, like, they did not expect it at all. It ended up delaying, starting it. Um, there's a format called Gym Leader Challenge, which is a ah, custom cool. format that a group like, came up with, uh, which is awesome. I actually got to meet the guy that created it, tricky gym, uh, which I'll watch his comp. A comment uh, or his content and his commentary and stuff on streaming is just funny. Uh, he is exactly how he is on streaming, by the way. It's like the nice awesome. guys. It was a great contrast from like the streamers I had to deal with the day before. But nevertheless, uh, they expected this to be like a small thing. It's going to be a couple of rounds. No, it was like two, three hundred people that's, that came and signed up for this event. It was supposed to be like 30 people. <laughs> Blew it out of the water. Um, I managed to actually get top four in the Gym Leader Challenge event.
2: Well, that that, uh, you that means you get a gem. You get one of the eight gems then. Uh,
1: well, I, I got enough uh, like token stash stuff from, from doing well that I managed to buy a super secret rare uh, Blastoise to put in the, the deck that I used to do well in uh, that's like gold. It's like the plasma secret rare of that Blastoise, which is worth like $400. So, yeah. Swagged up my, my water oh, deck. Was the event at
0: the Orlando from... Convention Center?
1: Exodia. Yes, holy shit, that place is huge. Jesus Christ, I had to walk a mile for my car to get there. It was, it was god-awful. <laughs> I, I went to
0: I went there for a Star Wars celebration when they had an in Orlando, and I lost five pounds uh, on that convention because <laughs> I had walked so much during that day. All I right. went there for two days.
2: I don't want to. I don't want to push you guys on blast on the air or anything. But <clears throat> you guys are that close to each other, and you're not going to meet up and like meet in real part. You know, like make out a little bit or nothing. If we were going to try to. Motherfucker got COVID.
0: Yeah, um, I, got, I got. I got the coof.
2: You got the. Yeah, you're around people with COVID for a living. Come
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> well, they deny that they have it. There's like they, 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 I, yeah, they come in and say, no, it's just allergies. (laughs) They hack up blood.
3: Remember,
4: (laughs) the immunity system works like how Saiyans do in Dragon Ball. You've been been sick of COVID (laughs) multiple times, so your power levels increased at least by 10 times. I don't Uh, know.
1: I don't know how many times you can use that because I I have someone stab me like about once a month so that I can continue to build on that power. And I don't know if it's working anymore. I'm still, (laughs) I'm still highly intolerant to several types of foods.
2: Uh, I, uh, whatever. <laughs> as far as COVID goes, who cares, who cares anyway? I don't want to scare everyone, but the, the COVID I have, it beat six home tests and I've coughed like, I don't know, five or six times, but I went and got a test anyway because someone I was with tested positive. And uh, yeah, I have COVID. It's just beating all the home tests and coughing was not a symptom. So yeah. it's, it's out the window now you're getting COVID. Everyone is just, yeah, yeah. you have to live with it. <laughs> it to yeah, be, certain to, strains are
1: highly, varied, but it is what to, it
0: is. To be fair. um, Chaz did say like, if you did have it and you weren't like, like pretty much Andy, like how you have it right now that we would hang out. But literally Saturday, I felt like I was, that's why I said uh, I sweated. Like it was the great flood um, because my fucking bed was soaked.
2: So you, you you got the real COVID. I got like diet zero COVID. You got COVID. You got, I got COVID. COVID.
4: Diet mountain lightning COVID. <laughs> yes, that's right.
2: <laughs> I got I got Doctor Lightning diet.
4: Doctor Do- Thunder. Doctor Thunder COVID. Speaking of viruses and virulentness, uh, uh I forgot to mention there's going to be a new Resident Evil CG movie, Death Island. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> What's That's it in like line terrible.
2: with? The games, the Netflix show,
4: something else. Uh, it's,
0: it's after it, five, it, I think.
4: It's the CG stuff, so it like, kind of go comes into play with like the timeline of the games.
0: Rebecca is going to be in it because the coffee cup says Rebecca on it.
3: What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever you You fucking trolling me? (laughs) No, no,
0: no. I, I, I deep dived on it. I looked at every frame, and there's Rebecca on the coffee cup that is like being placed on. (laughs)
4: Everybody's flipping out because there's like that one shot of Jill shooting a gun, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, Jill's gonna be in something again." <laughs> um, I'm, I'm right Resident there with evil them.
2: fans. They're somehow they're somehow simultaneously incredibly starved and incredibly well fed.
4: <laughs> it's, it's it's weird.
2: It's very strange. But, so uh, back
0: back to you, yeah. jazz
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah. uh shit, what were we talking about? We talked about Oh yeah, the Pokémon oh. event. It was fun. Uh that that was most of what i I'd, I'd done. Um didn't really watch much of anything as far as movies go. Um, yeah, again, Disney kind of just enveloped most of it, been on vacation. They had a pretty fun day today. We went to, uh, oh, actually there is one other thing. I'll, I'll come back to it though. Um, but yeah, today I went, we went to Dave and Buster's, just goofing off. some Buster's. pot and stuff too. I had a fun time. That's uh, one thing know, I just,
0: haven't done down here yet.
1: Yeah, just silly nonsense at DMVs. Uh, I got to see a, uh, satellite, uh, shuttle take off last night. Uh oh, SpaceX? For my... Yeah, from uh, my uh, in-laws house, and it's really cool because when you get to see uh, a shuttle go off, uh, you can actually just see everything from a distance and, and watch it actually go up after it hits a certain point, because of the curvature of the earth, it actually drops off like it's it's descending back down, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, so so first off, if you're a flat earther, you just watch that and get fucked. But uh yeah. but second also it's it is really cool around to to the side, side
2: of the The,
3: the, the, <laughs> the flat so that side of the it fucking is.
1: earth, yeah.
2: <laughs> it,
1: Jesus
4: just flipped the corner, that is the oh, earth. Damn, <laughs> by NASA
2: to get government
4: money. <laughs> but there's pictures damn. of, of Saturn to put it. well, you know what? They're two D dimensional fucking
1: Planet
4: space is too. fake. Space is yeah, fake. no, but but space is
1: fake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, while the rocket shoots off in in fake space, what was really cool is they they actually have something. Again, it makes total sense they'd have this, but uh, because you know Chinese spy balloons and and whatnot. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but not really though, uh, that was the, my uh, The first part of the engine that breaks off of the uh, the the ship as the rest of it goes to space and does what it's supposed to, instead of it just letting it break off and be debris that falls in the ocean now, it's actually remote-controlled, and they bring it back and land it. So I got to watch that on a video where they simulcast the point of view of it landing as well as it just showing on the shuttle launch. It's just cool as shit to see. It's it's just crazy how... technology has just moved in such a weird way where, like, just awesome things happen, regardless of people want to believe it's real or not. But
0: And now it's um, going to get nuked away. No, I'm
1: kidding. <laughs> yeah, but that actually transitions into this news bit I do have. Uh, so I'm done with as far as things I've played or whatever. I'm sure there's other random shit I'll get into. But uh, last week I didn't get a chance to talk about this because we just were going on so long. We had so much to talk about. Um, so apparently there's a company called Colossal that works uh, in... Uh, Gene researching and oh God, they've done the like a lot. They've done a lot of cloning experiments of different stuff. Uh, apparently, they have been working on using the tissue DNA uh, from fossils of woolly mammoths, and they are expecting now within the timeline of being able to not only successfully clone but to de-extinct the species of woolly mammoth and reintroduce it to uh, like a certain section of the, of like uh, Eastern Europe. Um,
0: what's the next, dinosaurs? By twenty
1: twenty-seven, I know it, it. I mean, it's fucking crazy. It's even possible, uh, but yeah, it's. The, I think they said the project's going to cost like uh, upwards of like ninety million dollars. To I thought they were do. bringing
2: back kiwis too, or not kiwis? Uh, what's the bird? No, maybe this game Dodo Bird. Dodo Birds. Well, there you yeah, go. So,
1: yeah. So, yeah, they did the same thing with. Uh, actually, it's caused a lot of controversy. There was a. Um, Cloning? Was Causing controversy? No. I know, right? Uh, but there was did something. Have Spider Man? Not Spider Man. No. Fucking Spider
4: Man's getting. Spider-Man. Actually,
1: if they, if they clone Spider Man, then we do get the meme in real life the, the <laughs> finger pointing just to that I, I'm okay with that, but, but there's some, um, there's some animal that is, uh, that is native to Tasmania and no, it's not the Tasmanian devil, but it's, bam, bam. it's something, it's some type of, uh, good job. Yeah, it's a dog and they've already, Tasmanian tiger. tiger, thank you. Tasmanian tiger. They have already cloned it back to the extinction and the, tasmania is fucking furious about this because it was actually a problem like they were actually oh it was trying, a nuisance yeah they were trying to kill it to make it extinct because it was causing problems in their ecosystem so they reintroduced this animal and said hey you know, we brought it back to life and they're like fucking why don't introduce it back to the wild it's gonna it, cause problems again. i don't
0: understand these fucking uh, scientists bro like
2: <laughs> they were like, so preoccupied uh, about whether or not they could they never stopped to think about whether or not they oh, should. Yeah, yeah.
3: We get we and get all these the movie quote
1: anymore apparently. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: we get all these fucking movies man like as Terminator taught us, don't fucking make an I- AI and we're going to have fucking Skynet be self-aware. What are we fucking <laughs> doing? We're fucking building AIs. Now they're thinking about fucking bringing prehistoric fucking animals. What's next? Dinosaurs? We're going to have a park of fucking dinosaurs and shit? Go fuck well, yourself, you, you, can't, you,
1: can't be, you can't be doing that <laughs> because then, get, then male dinosaurs, start marrying male dinosaurs, can't be having gay dinosaur marriage. Yeah,
2: shit. Science fiction has never had... A, a story or a lesson or a moral to it worth listening to i think we all know that so <laughs> we should ignore we should ignore all fiction and not look to not look for any deeper meaning other than bad guy get killed by good guy
4: yes, those are just I'm, stories I'm, anyway
0: i'll wait until stories. the ai kills us all <laughs> Actually,
4: you wait I, until we're all dead okay I, I the, I <laughs> and then you'll the, be like i was right yeah, Chat GPT is going to kill everybody. <laughs> so,
1: to, back to the story of the woolly mammoth. Apparently, the the reasoning is it's supposed, supposedly reintroducing it back to its its natural habitat um, is supposed to have some impact on the ecosystem that could help uh, that particular part of the world, and also could could help against uh, global warming. I don't understand how that would work again. I don't know. Again, is
0: it going to stop farting? I don't know. I don't know.
3: It's a I, giant I, fat
4: I, hairy I, elephant that farts.
2: I I, <laughs> I I, can't go a few months without hearing about how all the cows in South America are causing greenhouse gases. So what the hell are Wooly Mammoths going to do?
1: <laughs> I have no fucking idea,
2: um, but I, I want to come back to what Je-
1: uh, Dubs just said uh, about the AI thing, about learning about the Terminators. Have you, have you seen the mammoths? reports of about, have, you ever, have you read the reports about the AI-generated uh, shows that had to be shut down because they just... Oh my, yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> I love the clips. I've been watching them all. Like, <laughs> <atheists> <laughs> in my comments, apparently AI hates Jews. I don't know yeah. They really hate people. That, from AI are not realism. nice
2: people. Yeah, no, They're not I people.
1: They <laughs> fucking mecha hitlers out there running the fucking server or something.
3: (laughs)
0: To to go off of that, they did actually respond. (laughs) They have a discord, their their AI generated sitcom thing. And I talked to my friend who's actually researching on AIs. Because AIs are so fucking based and shit, they actually have to have other AIs to keep the AI in check. And apparently that AI that was keeping that other AI in check is so based that they had to get another AI to look look over that ai who's looking over the other ai
2: it's almost <laughs> as if this was a flawed technology or something i don't, I don't know why i keep doing this weird sarcastic like, this is like the third time i've done it i'm a fucking hack. <laughs> but it, it's, it, it's a flawed technology there's a reason all the drawings have six fingers there's a reason all the tv shows are racist
3: okay <laughs> yeah and, and it,
1: Andy's sarcasm is so based we're gonna have to have someone moderate his sarcasm for the rest
4: of good luck bitch <laughs> <laughs> and i i your behavior
0: i've been watching it live uh not that part because i'm laughing my ass off but uh the the part where uh they have some things every time there's a new restaurant like hey i've been to this new restaurant and the chat would just spam new restaurant and every time they would go to do the microwave the microwave you just go beep 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 and then the the it would hum and then the whole chat would just Mm, as the microwave would go, so like all that like autistic that. stuff would happen. In the I like
2: I like those cultural stream events, like like Morbius was.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, sex, sex, sex,
3: mm-hmm. sex. Have yeah. sex. I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure. Sorry,
2: have
1: sex. Have sex. That's what it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I'm pretty sure when that oh, uh man. that that joke happened that uh people went nuts in the chat uh. But other than that, any any other news or stuff you wanted to talk about, Chez?
1: No, I just want to see what the reactions to some of the comedians from Seinfeld are to the Seinfeld AI show that was too racist and anti-Semitic. Uh, <laughs> to
3: be I, fair, I just want
1: to see what I want to see what Jerry Seinfeld has to say because, in general, like he, he again creates a lot of things that are pretty funny, but he's a giant prick. So yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see what he says. Like, yeah, show business.
0: See That's Adam Adam out of all the controversy things, you would think Kramer would be the one that would be the controversial person, but it was
1: fucking Jerry. <laughs> was Jerry the whole time.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, that is near the end of that episode Um. where I think we're going to go in this format because I'm pretty sure people want to hear about the movie first uh, compared to what we're doing. Yeah, this um,
2: felt good. I mean, unless, yeah. unless we have... a. A listener who wants to speak up and be like, No, that sucked. I think we're gonna roll with this,
0: yes. So,
2: yeah, I like this
1: format better.
0: Mm-hmm. So, next week, we're gonna be talking about High Sierra, not Sierra Mist. Uh, if you want to have a Sierra Mist, you're allowed to do that. I don't well,
2: know. not for much it's, longer.
3: It's, <laughs> it's you long. better hurry, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you better stock up on your Sierra Mist. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna be watching that and talking about it next week. Um, but yeah, and getting some color is going to be happening. We're, we're going to do what? I keep on fucking up. Is it something bowl?
4: It's raw, and then it's battle, battle bowl. bowl. Battle, battle bowl. bowl. Isn't that a Second Genesis game? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you wish it was blood bowl. <laughs> fucking yeah. the, the way that pay per view sounds. We, we've talked about that last time we went off air. It sounds like it's going to be a cluster. Not- I'm not gonna lie,
1: Andy. I think I would much rather find and play Blood Bowl for three hours and then talk about that than watch Battle Bowl. Mm-hmm. That's like a way better time, unironically.
0: Well, Zach did mention that uh you know, maybe we should skip this, but you were so on that high of that meat that you were eating, you're just like, Fuck it, let's do it.
1: <laughs> that weird meat. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm gonna eat more of that weird meat too, because that was that made the show great. The oh, audiences man. responded. They all—all all four people that watched that were like, "Yeah, we eat the meat."
0: They told but me, I just, "Am I on okay. drugs?"
1: I'm hearing drugs. And so <laughs> legit. Earlier tonight, it's unrelated. Before we close, my my finalist thought. My, my final final thought. Daughter gets a unicorn from uh, Dave and Buster's because yeah, of course, I kick ass at doing arcade games and we win a bunch of stuff. She this unicorn, and she's talking about how she feeds her unicorn. And she says, I feed my unicorn meat for breakfast every morning. It eats meat. And if people are bad, it'll eat them too. So I'm raising a psychopath.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It might be like, you know, what, what was that fucking town in fucking Walking Dead, Terminus, where they just show up and, you know, people are eating people? She might be the leader.
2: No, no one watched
0: that show. Yeah, nobody watched no. that show. But
1: she's got, she's got survival instinct. So I guess that's good.
0: Yeah, that's that's good. That was
4: a terrible game.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, what? What game?
4: Walking Dead Survival Instinct.
0: That that VR game?
4: It it wasn't a VR game. It just sucked.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right well we're gonna close out we're gonna go to this disappointing kid so see, see you guys next week oh
1: no thanks for listening
3: Tennis ball, throw Tennis ball, throw against the wall. Tennis ball, throw against the wall.
4: Bounce, 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 bounce. Tennis ball, throw against the wall. Tennis ball, throw against the wall. Tennis ball, throw against the wall. Bounce, 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 bounce. Tennis ball, throw against the wall. Tennis ball, throw against the wall. Tennis ball, throw against the wall. Helps me forget about my cancer.